Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture. My guest today is comedian Donovan Shroud. He's the host of the Don't Go Postal podcast. He's also the co-host of the DPS podcast. Uh, thank you so much for coming back. Dude, thank you so much for having me. Uh, man, this is good. Uh, Donovan was here for my first ever pie, um, episode of Popping Culture. Man, I'm so happy to have you back. Uh, Donovan's a hilarious comedian, and if you live in North South Carolina, make sure you check him out. Um, I didn't actually last time you were on the podcast, but one thing I like to ask comedians, um, a lot of people focus on bombing, but I'm more focused on seceding. So when was the first time you killed and how did it feel? I'm not sure about like the first time. I just, there's one specific that I'm thinking of, which was a competition that somebody was booking out in Charlotte and he had like two different nights of the competition. And this one night in particular, I wanted to sign up for. And he was like, you know, this lineup is pretty heavily stacked. He was like, there's there's a, a really good comedians on this lineup. Like, I can get you another day. And I was like, no, put me on that. And I go there, and I did terrific. Like, nice. I, I absolutely did terrific. It was the best that I had ever done at the time. And it was the video that I sent out to all of the comedy festivals and stuff. Like, that was my best five minutes. And I didn't win that night for the competition i thought i could have placed in like the top four but i did not what do you think people brought people brought people people did bring people i don't want to blame anything you know it's just like it's whatever you know but uh cool moment from that was just like killing and also like they gave out a piece of paper to everybody before the show with everybody's names on it and i heard somebody at the other table just read my name and they were like, Donovan Stroud, wow, that sounds like a comedian's name. And that was just like such a, a good ego boost, you know? And I think that's one of the things that propelled me to do so well in the in the set. Nice. Amongst other things, you know, my timing was great and all that. Did you, uh, is it one of those shows where you felt like that was your crowd? I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, it was mostly... Older people, I would say from like 30 to 40 was the age range. And I don't know what my crowd is yet still. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, and I don't do the best job of paying attention of, of like people in the crowd. So uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, has that? Have you ever had that feeling with anything else you've done before? No. No, no f- other thing I've done in life is like compared other than like love you know it's just like loving someone is like deeply emotionally in love with someone there's like a good feeling with that of course uh, yeah. i would compare that to killing nice nice that's a that's a great answer i haven't got that answer yet that's a great answer most people just go with sex but yeah that makes that makes sense <laughs> well obviously if you love somebody and there's an emotional connection the sex is going to be great too so I mean, yeah, 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 of course. That, yeah. that goes hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I don't know why I went with like family when you said I forgot all about yeah wives and girlfriends. Yeah, that's right. I love my girlfriend. I mean, I love my future wife too. I don't know why I went with family. I was just like, I love my, I love my mom the same way. And, he, and like the way you said sex, I was like, oh no, 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 no. Uh, sorry, I was thinking two different things. Um, yeah, love. Yeah, definitely love. Um, so does your mom know uh, about this? I don't. There's nothing for her to know. <laughs> no, about your podcast. I don't. I don't talk to her, so I don't know. 
That's right. We yeah. established that during Don't Go Postal. Yeah. Because so, yeah. she, she's Lutheran and you're not anymore. No, she's a Jehovah's Witness. Why did I say Lutheran? I, I know exactly why I said Lutheran. It's because I was talking to somebody on my mail route the okay. other day who's, who's Lutheran. What's a Lutheran? It's a, it's a mostly like, it's like Anglo-Saxon. It's like old-timey uh, type of church. Is it based on the Bible or is it a different religion? Yeah, it's based on the Bible. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. I got you, I got you. Yeah, Lutheran. Yeah. I'm surprised you know what that is. Yeah. No, nah, I didn't. Did you just like avoid religion since that? No, man. I actually went to a few churches. Uh, I went to a Mormon church. I ain't going back there. They were super nice, but it was like the weird way they told me like black people couldn't be Mormons till now didn't sit with me well. It was okay if they were like segregated because everything was segregated. But when it was like, oh, no, they just couldn't be it back then. And I was like, wow, really? Okay. Uh, Jesus. I don't plan on coming back. Uh, thank you for being so nice. Did you have to go to Utah where their base is? No, I, uh, I want to say I went to Char- uh, Charleston. I think I went to one in Charleston. But no, it wasn't. Um, it's a very new religion. So it was just, they were super nice. It was just, when they said it out loud, I was like, it was one of those things you, I thought people would pull me to the side. But they were just like, nah, if you just didn't think you guys could be it. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's weird when it's like people are up front with it. And it's like, you don't realize what you're saying right now i realized i was the only black person in there so i knew i couldn't be like hey what you mean i was just like oh really okay all right well you know what the x is over there i got <laughs> yeah i just gotta make it over there <laughs> right yeah uh that's crazy man but thank you again for coming back man we uh man I really didn't think this podcast like I would still be doing episodes this long, man. To be honest with you, but uh, thanks to you, man. You were when I first asked you to come on the podcast, you were like, "Yeah, sure." Like it was like I was just I was happy about that because I for a second I really thought you might be like me, the first person. Like let me let me talk to you when you got about ten episodes in, but like you were down to do it, and I really appreciate that. I mean, just from talking about the competition, it's just like I'm I'm always willing to go where I'm probably. Uh, out of my element or okay. go where it's like uh what is the phrase i'm looking for it's like uh like when you're above your water or uh the water is above your head what is, yeah, like, what yeah. is it called i think that's that i think that's what they say water above the head or something. i'm not sure there's something specific it's fine true True. Uh, we're not going to linger too much on the first episode but one thing i did want to bring up was do you remember uh the dumb question i asked you which one? I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that, that's true. That's true. I started this podcast off weird as I don't know what. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think I asked, I should I looked right at it before we started this actually. And um, I asked you when, you, when you hear the words pop culture, what comes to mind? Yeah, that's not a weird question. I mean, uh, you gave me the best answer ever. You're just like, I, 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 I don't know. I'm a white guy. And I was like, okay. Well, it's, it's, Something that's like so important, like culture, and I, I, the pop part in front of it, I guess, is what threw me off because, like, pop to me is just like popular. Obviously, that's the abbreviation of it, but like that part to me is just like I've always kind of avoided. Like, sure, like when I was younger, like I wanted to be popular and stuff. Um, and then there's like the culture aspect, which is kind of like all encompassing. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I never fully, like, grasped it. And I, I still don't. Like, 
I don't understand how it's like how culture changes because I think it changes naturally. It's just like things happen. Like with COVID, it's just like we're all accustomed to putting something over our face and staying away from people now. Like that's a normal thing. Yeah. And this is like that's a part of culture now, which is uh, bullshit. Well, when you have, uh, suggest, well, I would make the suggestion that we we influence popular culture on even like the mask. If you notice, people like start like putting things on masks as soon as that became like the norm. Like the norm, like you would see, like I've seen like five Dragon Ball Z masks. I've seen a bunch of Batman masks. It's like if if it's something that deals with pop culture, we'll definitely put a stamp on anything. Well, it's capitalism, really. It's people trying to make a dime. True. It's a new material, you know. I mean, it's just like a new venue, and I think that's what a lot of people are in search of. It's just like something new, and uh, the ways to capitalize on it. Nice, nice. It's just like with video games. Like a new video game comes out, you want to download it, be the best at it immediately, and then find out that it's broken. CD Projekt Red. Um, Shout out to that broken game. Yeah. Oh, you've played it. Uh, no, it sounds like you are uh, yeah, not enjoying it. it. Bought it, not bought it the first day. What is it called? Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh yeah, I heard that was what. It's not good. Maybe if they fix the bugs, it might be good. But right now, I can't play it. Man, sorry, buddy. No, I mean you got a serious issue with Cyberpunk. Man, I streamed it on Twitch and like I only have like eighteen followers but like one of my followers was just like stop playing the game <laughs> and i and i just looked at it and i was just like i agree so i stopped playing it video so, games can really be addicting yeah i can definitely see that uh have you ever been addicted to a game yeah which one uh call of duty for a while when i was younger which um, one i mean you name it i had, okay i started out call of duty modern warfare i think that was the first one i played call of duty 4 and then there was like Call of Duty War at War after that, I think. And then War at War 2, War at War 3, whatever. I don't think that was... I don't remember the name. Black Ops, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2. Uh, Modern Warfare 2 was a big one. Yeah. I've always been... Uh, ever since my, my dad came home with a, a PlayStation, you know, for me and my brother, it was just, you know... I don't want to say downhill, but it was, it was, it was the start of, uh, you know, I, I've always just been really intrigued by it. Okay. This video games is just so like, it's in a way like relaxing, like turning off my brain, but it's also like very on. My brain's very on. It's hard to explain. All right. And uh, guys, we'll be discussing um, video games and how it's influenced pop culture. So my first uh, game system was Sega Genesis. Okay. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I thought I was older than you. Uh, all right. No, I had a Sega Genesis also for a while, and the uh, there was like a snowboarding game on there that I would play. Man, the only thing I remember, I had a Batman game, and for some reason my mom bought me and my brother a Mortal Kombat game. Dude. And the one on Sega Genesis showed blood. So literally, you would just she just walked past the room on this big TV, this big block TV. And I'm just chopping the guy in the neck, and blood is just shooting out. And she's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "That's your purchase." Uh, <laughs> like uh, I remember fruits of your labor. Yeah. Go ahead. 
do you remember were you with them when they bought the Sega like they bought the game system so they just you said they just brought them home no he brought it home oh. and uh, I think after that it was just like we would go with them you know like to buy games and stuff and uh, as far as like stuff like Mortal Kombat it's just like I remember uh, my brother was he was two years or he is two years nine months older than me and uh very specific. I don't know why I keep that number in my head. I guess that's important. No, that's but uh, <laughs> he had. Uh, that's cool. that's bad. That's good. You got that kind of memory, man. That's cool. I mean, it's kind of it's one of those numbers that just stays in your brain, you know. Yeah, don't you hate when that happens? Because like I hate. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bro. No, no, no. I just hate when you have like numbers and phrases in your head. Because anytime somebody says three six nine, I literally go that bitch fine. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it to me like I hate it. Like no, that's well worth it. The build up for that. Not, not when, good. not when you hit the bank. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Grand Theft Auto, man. Like that game, ready to mature. You can, you know, everything. Bang, bang some prostitutes and see the the car just like wobbling here, just like ah, you know. What what noise does it make? Ah. <laughs> man, I remember I wanted to play Grand Theft Auto three. So bad, but like my cousin had it. I watched him play it, but I was like, "It's no way that's coming in my mom's house." So like, I when I, I went over his house, that and Metal Gear Solid, the first one on PlayStation. Oh yeah, I fell in love with Metal Gear Solid, man. I used to go to my cousin's house, play that all the time. I'd watch my brother play the mature games. I I, I wouldn't. I was actually scared to watch or uh, to play Grand Theft Auto because really? it seemed so eerie. Okay. I remember that. It's just like every time I'd watch him, it'd be like raining or something. And just like just like lonely, kind of like dark, eerie, and it was something about that that was just like I guess I was just too young, you know, to like really get into it. Nice. But I did enjoy watching him play. Just didn't play it myself, and I wish I would have never played. I wish I would have never got into video games. Actually, why? Because I just feel like I've I've literally spent years of my life, literal years of my life playing video games. Don't you think you have great memories? Memories from video games? I have great Halo 3 memories. As far as like being and like talking to people, sure, because like there was like a community and stuff that I would play with, but in the game actually, like the actual gameplay, I think it all just kind of runs together because you know, I try to be the best at every game. Okay, I got you. And, you know, Grand Theft Auto was fun and stuff, but I, I like the competition aspect of it more than anything. Mm -hmm. It's really it's really bad. Like, I'll be sweating like a tryhard. Oh, you know what wow. I mean? Like, okay, I've seen that. I've never sweated, but I've seen that, like, the Major, major League Gaming, um, those those competitions. I've seen it, but I've never... Yeah, like, sweat it before. I would need to like wear a hoodie if I was in like a professional competition because like it's not up here, it's not really anything you can see. It's just profusely straight from my armpits, just like all. Dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's I'm not a, gonna lie, man. Like that sounds badass to me. I'm sorry. That's 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 cool. I've never got like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Seriously, and like I'm playing a game right now called Mobile Legends. It's a mobile game on on your phone, and it's I've seen the ads on YouTube. Yeah, dude, it's so fun. It's like five versus five, and there's three lanes. I think I talked about this in the podcast episode with you, uh, the first one, but uh, who knows? Whatever. Um, and like 
as far as like addiction goes, I, I've kind of tried to like find a way to not be upset about playing it. And right now that's recording it. I'm, I got a, a thing where I record the gameplay and I'm going back over and putting like comedic commentary behind it. And I'm going to start a gaming channel soon. Nice, um, man. Well, let me know, man. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, um, you said you haven't created the gaming channel yet? Not yet. Okay, cool. Not in uh, the works. All right, but you guys make sure you keep an eye open for the gaming channel. Thanks, man. No problem. Uh, to go back to the consoles, uh, this is how I know I'm old. I got my first PlayStation from Sears. Wow. Yeah. I Do thought you- they only had, like, dryers. Uh, yeah, I'm old, man. So where did you get your first, uh, when you went with your family, where did you get your first um, game system? Whew. I'm sorry, I got my Sega Genesis and PlayStation 1 from Sears. They had, I think they had like a good uh, like, Bed Bath & Beyond. That's man. hilarious. I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that, that Beyond is hard, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the first console you bought yourself? Probably an Xbox 360. Or, uh, I don't know, man. I wasn't self-sufficient until very late in the game uh shoot i would say probably every console i had up until up until like i was 23 24 i bought a playstation for myself it was like a playstation 3 okay you know I, that was the last system I bought too. I like I literally took a good hiatus from video games until I got my uh, PC, and I made sure I bought a gaming PC. That way. I was like, well, I got both the best of both. Right? Yeah, and that's cool because you can use that for everything. PC for everything. Yeah. 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 Do you use it for editing the videos? I actually use my iPhone right now, but I am gonna have to go ahead and get Adobe and just because uh, I was debating to get a MacBook that way. Because uh, I know how to use iMovie well, but everybody was like, you got to use Adobe. Like, iMovie, it's good for right now, but if I want to upgrade these videos, it's got to be a better camera and a better uh, editing software. So, I mean, iMovie, if it does its job, it does its job. I know a guy that has a YouTube channel, and that's all he does is just iMovie. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I'm trying to stay on track. Sorry. No problem. I'm trying to keep... This it is yours. I'm not trying to facilitate. No, dude. Wait, no, no, no. I want you comfortable, man. I just thank you for coming back. Uh, when it comes to um, trilogies, do you feel like you like one and done, or do you like when games go like keep going on, like a franchise keeps adding games? I like it when they add on to it. I was infatuated with Assassin's Creed in the first one with Altair. Yep. Cool character. Did you, like, only- his, did you like the end? End of his story, not the end of the game, but the end of his storyline. End of his storyline. It ended with just that first game, right? Like that was it. Or they, I think they had him like cameos and yeah. the other ones. But uh, I don't remember exactly how. No, it ended. I'm talking about the the his grand 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 grandson, that guy. Oh, Desmond. Yes, I did like uh, all the stuff with Desmond. Yeah, I especially liked it when you could like actually start doing stuff outside of the animus where like he started getting some of his assassin powers yep. and that sh- that was cool yeah i was like this is what they need i was like this is like splinter sale times 10 right now right right and uh that franchise you know like that trilogy or it was more than three it was it yeah. was a lot yeah they, they, they're racking up like maddens 
I haven't played any of the new ones. I did like the uh, Native American one. I've always loved Native American culture and respect it and stuff. And like seeing Connor, the Native yeah. American guy, mm-hmm. in that, and just like how he was a hybrid. You know, he was he was a white guy mixed with Native American. Yeah. And just like the, I think they nailed it. It's just like as far as like the stigma behind that back then of just like somebody who was a mixed breed. Um, it's beside the point. Why am I talking about race? It's okay. Uh, in your opinion, which franchise do you believe is better, Splinter Cell or Metal Gear Solid? Whew. That's a right or wrong answer right now. I'm joking. I've always enjoyed Splinter Cell more. Really? Metal Gear Solid was always too difficult for me. Oh, okay, that's why. Okay. And I honestly didn't play that much of either. Oh, okay, cool. But I did play more Splinter Cell, and that's where the vote's coming in. I got you. I played both, but I, I was just like a diehard. Like, until like uh, they ruined it with the last one they had, the multiplayer or whatever they tried to do. But uh, I, I definitely enjoyed the Metal Gear Solid. Even when the story was like super crazy, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm still going to ride with this. This is still pretty cool. Speaking of diehard, that was like one of the first games that actually I started playing. Uh, it was an arcade game, you know, it's like with the joystick, yep. Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother played soccer at this like indoor facility and they had these games to the side. So the whole time he's playing soccer, I'm like, I don't want to support you. <laughs> I want to support this. Yeah. Go and play that along with Mortal Kombat. I was never good at the arcade Mortal Kombat or even like. Me either. I, I, think, we, I think that was just right before our time. I think that's why we we weren't good at it. Uh, man, it's, it, it's, it's a whole another level to be able to just like. Burr, 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 yeah. burr, burr, burr. It doesn't feel natural. It, I mean, it takes practice. I think you know, yeah. just get like a lot of quarters as yeah. well. It's like, why are we standing? Like, yeah. My favorite arcade game of all time is Time Crisis. You step on a pedal and shoot things. They made three of them. Oh, I beat the first one when I went to Disney World. But uh, yeah, Time Crisis is my favorite arcade game. Um, what about Rampage? Yes, dude. Yes. Destroy some buildings. Yes. I mean, like, that. it's like if they had just licensed that to, like, whoever owns Godzilla, that game could have just become even better. Yeah. How'd you feel about the movie? I didn't watch it, man. I uh, <laughs> There's plenty of chances to watch uh, Rampage. It's uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I don't know. He's... I used to be a big fan of him. Uh but I just think, you know, it's like beating a dead horse after a while. It's just like you've, you've done so many of the same shit. I don't know, man. I feel like John Cena's doing the same thing The Rock did. Like, the, if you literally look at his catalog of movies, you'd be like, yeah, John Cena's doing what The Rock did. I don't consider him. Oh, he's funny. I'll give him that. John Cena's funny. Yeah. But I will give Rock his credit. He paid his dues. Do you remember his first acting role he didn't talk? Uh-uh. You don't, you, the first one I remember of him was the Scorpion King. Well, before the Scorpion or, King, no, the Mummy. He was in the Mummy as like yes, a yes, that movie, and he had no talking parts, <laughs> no talking parts, no, and horrible not. CGI. <laughs> like, that CGI was worse than Space Jam's uh, animation. No, nah, that was PlayStation Two CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's not gonna make it through that. It's wall. so interesting to see CGI that's done right, and then it's like shit that's like absolutely horrible. Like that, you're right. Like that mummy scene with him, 
absolutely horrible. Yeah, but I, I just remember because I was a fan of wrestling a little bit because my uncle. I just watched my uncle. And my uncle was hype for him to be in that movie, and I just remember my uncle was like, "They're not gonna let him talk," and I was like, "Yep, yeah, no." And then he got his own movie, so it worked out for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I did play a lot of wrestling games too. Man. Those are always fun. That was the first game I think I ever played where like I was able to choose what I wanted to do. Yeah. And creating a character, yeah. you know, just making them absurd looking. Yes. Was always fun and and uh the matches. I used to love the matches where you could uh like a street fight. Yep. Just break a chair or break a table or somebody's yeah. face. Yeah. I was talking to Ryan Peacha on the podcast. We talked about wrestling. And he was telling me, like, the new wrestling games are apparently horrible. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was like, they really went downhill. Like, they're, uh, they're, they're um, EA apparently, uh, they're very glitchy. So, hopefully, they can fix that in the future. That's a bummer. Yeah. Because the ones I remember playing, even the PlayStation One and definitely PlayStation Two, like they they nailed it. Like it was, it felt like you were rest, like you were like watching the show. And I think it's it's a uh, you know your choice is just like whether you want to play a game for fun, which you know I think a lot of games provide that. Most of them are just really fun. Like, yeah, I mean that is like. The whole point of it, right, is yeah. just to have fun. Yeah. Every game, I believe, that's on your phone is made for you just to have fun. I don't think they take most games on mobile series, except for the one you're talking about. I think a lot of them do. Um, because, like, I think people do, like, want to be able to say or, like, to be able to, like, have just, like, something on display for people to know that they're good at. And I think that's something as far as culture it's just like people want to be good at things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You want people want to be noticed. Some some people, I won't say all, but a great majority want to be noticed. Right, and then there's some people that want to be the best but don't want recognition for it. Yes, yes, very true. I tried to get into StarCraft too, which I'm a big fan of the game. But like, as soon as I started playing online, I was like, oh no, 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 there, there, there's levels. I will oh, not, yeah. There is no. I can. I can only hope to be good. Yeah, it's real humbling. Yeah, like real a, fast. Especially with the standing Mortal Kombat game, the yeah. arcade. Yeah. It's like you play against someone that's like good, and it's like, what the heck? I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. In the recent year, I've got into pinball, and I love playing pinball. I can get I get pretty good scores, but when I see someone that play, that knows how to play, I'm always like, yeah, I'm not doing it right. Right. There's there's levels to it, like you said. Yeah. And there's a learning curve and all that, yada, yada, yada. But that's part of like playing a game is just like getting past that learning curve because a lot of the time like you see a learning curve and it's like i don't feel like investing yeah into it and it's like i'm just gonna move on yeah that's true that's and very true i think now so many things out there so many of it, like things available it's just like if you don't want to commit to a game and get past the learning curve you can just move on to something else if you ever played a game and you were like, I'm good at this, and then you learned you weren't. Oh, yeah. I went to my first Super Smash Brothers tournament um, in West <laughs> Columbia. I already know. Bro. That was I'm, GameCube? Yeah. They had it at, um, ah, no, the place shut down because of COVID. Um, no, GameCube. The yeah, system. but they played on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. But they let you bring your own controller. It was played on the Wii, but you could use the GameCube controller. But it wow. was a tournament. It was like a 30 man tournament where everybody paid ten dollars to get in, and I was confident, man. I was like, I'm good at this, bro. Got knocked out in like 38 seconds. I he beat have, me with Kirby. That would hurt the most. 
Oh yeah, dude, Kirby's good. Huh, Don't dude, sleep on Kirby. Apparently, man. Apparently, I, th- I had Link. I thought I had it. Uh, uh, dude, I got handed so many L's from my brother with Super <laughs> Smash Brothers because we had the GameCube and uh, the two controllers and. We're both sitting there. It's the same screen. That's what's actually like really cool about Super Smash Brothers. It's just like when you're playing with one, two, three, or four people even. Yeah, same system. It's the same system, same screen. Like you have the you're playing the screen, there's no split screen. Yeah. That's the one thing I hated about playing with uh like Call of Duty or whatever. Or uh, yeah, or every driving game. <laughs> yeah. Super uh what is it? Not Super Mario Brother, but uh the driving Super. I only played Gran Turismo, so. Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh Mario wow! Kart. How do we forget that? Yeah, right. Um, that was Nintendo sixty four. Uh, you probably made one for every system now. Yeah, I remember community college. My roommate had a Nintendo sixty four retro dude, just playing Super Smash Brothers, being drunk and high, and you know, losing. So how you? <laughs> Humble brag. Uh. When it comes to the healthy lifestyle of gaming, do you think it becomes unhealthy? To a point, yeah. I mean, if you are playing to a point where it's like you feel bad about playing this much, that's when you should reel it back. And then, like, you start to get headaches, you know, probably should reel it back. There's definitely, like, signifiers that let you know yeah, definitely. that it's it's starting to become unhealthy. Like, when you're getting toxic and angry that's when you know you need to take it back it's like all right time for a video game break 15 year old me played games so much that i i think that whole summer i pissed nothing but mountain dew live wire <laughs> thank you for knowing what that is <laughs> yeah it's yeah. the video game uh drink yeah the, because well, it's no. entirely uh yeah. sugar yeah. no mountain <laughs> dew wire was an orange mountain dew i'm saying like Fictional as in like being a drink because it's it's not even a drink. It's yeah. it's like, like you know what I mean. It's yeah. I, it's crazy now though. They have energy drinks dedicated just to gang- gamers. I mean, yeah, they gotta appeal to those people. But I, that's just that's but that's that's you don't think that's wild like that? That's crazy that like they're marketing strictly to them. Like it's not like five hour energy where it's like you gotta get through the last few hours of your work your job. It's like, no, this is gonna help to keep your mind centered so you can keep playing. Yeah, I think that's because people that play video games are probably the closest to becoming cyborgs. <laughs> Seriously, think about it. It's just like that transition from human to part machine is going to happen. It's inevitable and people aren't going to be you know okay with it uh at first you know we've seen shit on shark tank where people bring up like implants and it's like yeah we have an implant you put it in your brain and they're like whoa, whoa, whoa this is too soon <laughs> you know like that it's, it's going to happen i think that that could possibly happen um i really hope it does it like I like um, in Greenville in Charlotte and I think um, a few other places they have um, actually um, like 3D like simulator arcades where you like can like put the you know over your eyes and you simulate and you can drive right and shoot and honestly at the plane at the plane the one in Greenville it 
it didn't seem as fun as just playing normal. The closer we can get to detaching from this reality of like sitting here and talking to someone, the better as far as video game marketing is concerned. Because with everything that's going on, all the horrible shit, who wouldn't want to escape? No, no, man. After, after watching Ready Player One, I don't, I don't think that's the answer. I was about to watch that today. I'm surprised. That's so interesting you said that. Um, I haven't seen it. No, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but yeah. You'll see what I'm talking about when you watch it. Uh, and, you know, Steven Spielberg. That's all I'll say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about video game movie? I mean, video game um when movies are adapted into video games. When movies are adapted into video games? Yeah, like the, this is the tie-in video game for the movie. How do you feel about those games? Like, say that again? Okay, like the tie-in movies. I mean, the games that are made for video Do you have an example? Iron Man, Thor, um, Shrek video game. The video games that are based off the movie. Okay, I get what you mean. Like, the movie was first and then the, the game. Yeah. I can't think of that many uh, off my, the top of my head. My favorite I, would be Lion King. But I can't really say I didn't it play that good. game. It was on Sega Genesis, so uh, let's see. They've, I mean, if it's like a good enough movie, like there are some movies where it's like they need to turn this into a video game, like Space Jam. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but. <sighs> I'm just I'm only thinking of the Mario Brothers movie that absolutely failed. Yo. Wow. You know, I just learned like a week and a half ago, that's the guy from Who Flame Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the other guy that played Luigi is a good actor. Real good actor. John Luisiama? Mm. Yep. The same guy? Yep. Good actor, man. It was sad. You know they were drinking on the set of that movie? Like majority of that time they said they were just drinking. I'm, they weren't happy to be in it. I'm I sure. bet. <laughs> I'm sure that's the case. I did like the clear. I'm not gonna lie. I always laugh though when I see it, it was like uh, Mario Mario, <laughs> like their last name was Mario. That's one of the Mario Brothers. Right. It was like I don't know. I asked to know this, but it's good to know their last name is Mario. I guess that makes sense. Lacking originality, I would say on that Mario. Come on, come up with some cool Italian name. But they were the Mario Brothers, so I guess it's like you needed the na- their last name to be Mario. So I just thought it was, that was Luigi funny. Mario and it's Mario like, Mario. <laughs> is that something they did for the movie, or is that? Yeah, that's a part of the movie. That's one reason why it failed. <laughs> I mean, I, it's corny, but like I laugh every time I see it. It's not much that I laugh. I, it's a great drinking game movie. How when would you drink? I'd probably die. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, when would you take a drink? Like, when what oh, happens? When something dumb happens, I guess. I oh, if you did it when that yeah. something dumb was you, said or happened, you'll yeah. black out within three minutes. Uh, yeah, but uh, we're both sober. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it now. Yeah, I'm nine months in now, so I'm about a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm proud of you. And you uh, are going to be my uh, little sobriety uh, accountability partner or whatever. Yeah, definitely, man. Never. I told you, always just call me if you need help. Let me know. I think that's uh, something as far as like addiction, too, is is knowing when something is unhealthy for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's definitely people I've read about, uh, world, of war- world of, oh, man, having a tough time with words, World of Warcraft. They've had to like literally like people go to therapy to, get, to stop playing that game. That's you know if if you if you work and 
you know, you don't have anything else going on. Like, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's just like, you work, you go home, come home, you play your game. Like, if you're okay and not beating yourself up about it, that's something you find fun. You have a community of friends, you know what I mean, that you don't have in real life. Uh, it's, I understand. Like, I definitely understand. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I, I, I played the game twice. I didn't find it addictive, but at the same time, you don't keep 10 million players by not being kind of addictive. Oh, yeah. And yeah. multiple expansions. And for those that don't know what that is, it's just like yeah. adding on to it. Yeah. It's just continuing. The king of that, too. Oh, yeah. Like I, I can clearly remember, I think it was 2010 or 2011, there was a big buzz about them up in the level. I think you could only go to level 70. And then they were like, yeah, you can go up to level 99. And it was like, that was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Just 29 levels. That's it. Yeah. But people would grind just to get those 29 levels. See, that's one thing that. I just don't find very fun in games like Skyrim. I played a lot of Skyrim and I wanted to have a great character in a very short amount of time. And so I would try and YouTube like yeah. quick ways to get to the high level. And it's like you look it up and you got to do the same shit literally over and over again until you are a high level. And it's like, who finds this fun and it's like I, I get it once there's a payoff i get it i just never desired to pay off enough to do that because i would always just like come like make a new character just be like uh this is getting boring i'm gonna try something else and that's always been a thing for me too is just like always wanting something new and uh go ahead no i'm listening but i thought you were about to say something um mobile legends though that's Probably like the longest I've stuck with the game. Is it because it's free? It's free, uh, although I have spent money on it. Does um, that help you level up? I guess you can buy new characters. Okay, I got you. I got you. And like the Fortnite thing, I got you. I'm not sure. You can buy characters when you. You can buy new skins. So like, let's say uh, Predator, Black Panther. You just had to pay like seven dollars, and now you have a new skin for your character. Yeah, they have skins on there and. Uh, new characters and uh, other stuff you can buy. It's, it's not anything that's like game breaking though. That's the only thing I hated about games is just like when you can pay and and have like especially like uh, card collecting games where it's like you're trying to build the best deck and it's like all you gotta do is just drop a hundred bucks. Yep. And then you'll have the best deck, and you'll be able to beat anybody. Yeah, that's what got me out of Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, so it's not really everybody can beat everybody. It's like if you have these certain number of cards, and you can play these certain cards, like you're more likely to win. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to have to go to this shop and buy that exact card three times. I People like fair, man. People like things that aren't overpowered. Uh People also like things that are overpowered because, like, when you are playing with someone that's like an overpowered character, that shit can be fun. It's like just absolutely destroying yeah. the other team. Plus, I've always had bad luck with card games, though. Like, I was one of a few people that, like, I lost twice in Yu Gi Oh! because they have all five pieces of a Zodia. A Zodia? I think that was his name in Yu Gi Oh! Did you play Yu Gi Oh! Nope. Uh, okay. It's one thing where it's just like, there were some things that were too nerdy for me. I didn't want to accept that I was a nerd. Okay, I got you. I, I, I soaked it all in. Uh, <laughs> but to go back to Skyrim, man, I 
I'm a big Fallout fan. Like I, I, I like all oh, Fallout. Yeah. So when it comes to me, like Fallout New Vegas is still like my number one video game. It's like Did you play that, Fallout Four. Of course. I beat it like four times. I actually have it on my computer. That was literally the first game I bought on Steam. I did love the multiple endings of Fallout 4 and the the building. I, I really liked that. Just like I used to play Sims a little bit when I was younger. Just like that kind of like building and creating aspect because in Fallout 4, it's just like you can create an entire base and put whoever you want in it like and, you know, give them their own clothes and uh, assign them to to do things. It's like, hey, you're gonna be harvesting these melons, fucker. You know, go over here. You know, it's like that kind of directing uh, in a way I think is appealing in games. Yeah. Because you're giving somebody power in that way, whereas in reality they might not have it. And I think that that's also uh, appealing aspect of gaming. It's just like being able to tell people what to do yeah. and be able to control things because in real life you can't control what happens you could wreck and die and that's out of your control yeah yeah you can't see your body flop around and stuff you're just gone <laughs> yeah yeah there's no uh respawn <laughs> yeah. exactly 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 well, i mean we don't know yeah we got we just went deep yeah <laughs> that's yeah well why not yeah uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast again, man. Um, is there anything you'd like to say to your fans? Uh, the two of you out there, I uh, appreciate it for uh, checking out every podcast I do. And uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for uh, tuning in to Pop and Culture, dude. Uh, you are moving along. So many episodes now. Uh, man, anytime you want to come back, please let me know. We'll have to do Indian in the Cupboard to do that movie review. Definitely, definitely. Um, let them know where they can follow you. Diamond Stroud Comedy on Instagram. I'll let you know everything you need to know on that. So, All right. And um, don't forget to check out the Don't Go Postal podcast and also the DPS podcast. Yeah, thank you, man. Oh, no problem. Just make sure. Uh, but yeah, guys, he puts a lot of work in. One of the hardest workers I know. Uh, he has an open mic that will be every Wednesday at the Sandbar mm -hmm. in Irmo, South Carolina. Make sure you guys go and support. Uh, thank you again for coming on the podcast, and you guys have an amazing day. Thank you.